Before we get started, we at Cast Conversations just wanted to say thank you for subscribing and supporting our podcast. We just wanted to let you know that we will be doing an exclusive giveaway once we hit 10 subscribers. We are going to give away a special Disney pin and a Disney water bottle, which will be great for your next Disney park visit. Thank you again for your support and keep a lookout for more giveaways in the future as well. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cast Conversations. I am one of your hosts, Jeremy, and today we are um, we are back on. Uh, shoot, I forgot the name of the, uh, the, little, the little segment. Behind the ride, behind the ride. That's what we're doing today. Um, we are going over one of my favorite rides, um, Flight of Passage. My roommate on the uh, the 2019 college program would call it Flights of Passage, and it really bothered me. He said that all the time. You want to go ride Flights of Passage? And we go, no, I want to ride Flight of Passage, though. So the next time you ride it, say Flights of Passage, just to bother me. Um, there's a lot to go over for this uh, this ride and for the, the land itself. So I'm going to be kind of jumping around through my notes a little bit. So it might sound a little bit uh, um, all over the place, but there's quite a bit to cover. And I have quite a, quite a bit of information here, but... Knowing me, I go kind of quick through uh, through things. So this might be a short episode. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? So uh, without further ado, um, no, you know, one more thing before we get started. Um, Phil and I were actually just talking. Um, we are going to have all of the rides. So we're going to do all of the rides in order. So we have, um, we started with Small World. Um, I think that was just the introduction episode. But then now we're... We are now in the Animal Kingdom. We're going alphabetically um, through the park. So it'll go Animal Kingdom, um, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and then Magic Kingdom. So right now we're in Animal Kingdom. At the very end, once we've covered all the attractions, we'll be doing a um, behind the park for that uh, the park that we just went through. So um, like I said, we're on Animal Kingdom right now. So uh, once we get through all of the rides, we will have... Um, the Magic Kingdom or the um, Animal Kingdom uh, episode. So without further ado, let's get into the Flight of Passage. So Flight of Passage takes place in the wonderful world of Pandora. The world of Avatar um, in Animal Kingdom is a land themed off of um, the movie from James Cameron's 2009 blockbuster movie, Avatar. Um, the land's a collaboration between the Disney Imagineering and the Lightstorm Entertainment. Um, this production company was funded by James Cameron and his producing partner, John Lando. Um, when I was researching this, I thought it said John Favreau. I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't realize that he was a part of this project, but nope, it's just, uh, just old John Lando. The uh, development of this land began back in 2011, which is... Um, what, six years before the ride was actually opened. It opened in uh, 2017. So six years of production. Um, is They started the production pretty quickly after the release of the Avatar movie. Uh, the project aimed to create an immersive experience for visitors, allowing them to step into the world of Pandora and explore all the unique uh, ecosystems and culture that um, the planets and the Navi have. 
something that I found super interesting was that when the movie came out, um, let me fact check myself as I'm saying this, there was something called Blue Depression. Um, Avatar, I'm just typing it out. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so when the movie came out, there was a um, post-Avatar depression syndrome. Um, people were calling, oh, the Avatar Blues. Um, people were so upset and depressed that they couldn't go to this fictional planet that they were... Uh, what does it say? One can say my depression was twofold. I was depressed because I really wanted to live in Pandora, which seemed like a perfect place, blah, blah, blah. But it's so crazy because, I mean, the world is so... Um, it's so alive and so uh, beautiful and rich with um, foliage and life. Um, I, I could understand why anyone would feel that way. So it's it's really cool that Disney uh, Imagineering works so closely with James Cameron to um, get that um, just amazing uh, look that Pandora has. So uh, really interesting. Um, so the, the land officially opened to the public back in, um, it was May 27th of 2017. It featured the two main, well, the two attractions that they have there, um, the Flight of Passage and the Navi River Journey. Um, Navi River Journey, of course, will be in a, uh, another, another uh, episode later on, probably with less history of the uh, land. But uh, Flight of Passage, for those that don't know, is a uh, thrilling state-of-the-art ride that allows visitors to experience the sensation of flying on the back of a banshee. Those are the uh, dragon-like creatures that the Navi ride in the movies. The uh, Navi River Journey, though, uh, is more of a tranquil bolt ride that takes visitors on a journey through the bioluminescent forest of Pandora, where they encounter various creatures and scenes from the movies. So, in addition to the two main attractions, uh, Pandora also features a variety of uh, immersive experiences, including um, making your own um, Navi that has kind of like your face on it. It's really interesting. I've never done it though. And they also have themed restaurants. Um, you know, I don't know if it's come back since COVID, but they used to have like a guy testing out a mech. Uh, that was really cool. They had a drumming area, um, and the, the best part, the um, the lush landscape with the uh, floating mountains and the uh, bioluminescent plants and the Navi architecture. It's its its just insane. Um, it took a, a team of over a thousand Imagineers, uh, craftsmen, artists to cover the entire 12 acres, uh, which is one of the largest expansions in the history of Disney's Animal Kingdom. So honestly, I think that's enough about the land of Pandora. Um, I'm sure that could actually have its own episode too, but <clears throat> let's get into a little bit about um, what Flight of Passage is. So, like I said, um, the development of the Flight of Passage started back in 2011. Um, Disney announced that it partnered with James Cameron. Uh, the project was called Pandora, the world of Avatar. And um, the goal of the project was to uh, immerse visitors in the world of Avatar by using the latest technology and innovative storytelling techniques. One of the key elements of the new land was the Flight of Passage attraction, uh, which would allow guests to experience a thrilling ride on the back of a banshee. Um, these are the uh, the, the dragon-like uh, creatures that the Navi, the humanoid species, uh, or the blue people, uh, ride in the movies. Uh, the attraction took, uh, like I was saying earlier, uh, five years. Oh, I, I said I said six years earlier. Um, 
Yeah, five years to develop. Um, and $500 million to build. That's crazy. That's insane. $500 million. Wild. Um, it also features a uh, 3D movie projection system, a motion simulator, and special effects such as wind, water, uh, wind and water sprays. Uh, the ride's pre-show area is a recreation of the Avatar Laboratory, where visitors are scanned and linked with an avatar that would match their DNA. They then enter the ride chamber and sit on a motorcycle-like vehicle, which simulates the sensation of flying on the back of a banshee. Um, for those who haven't seen it before and maybe have seen Tron, it's a very similar um, ride vehicle. It's very interesting. It's called a link chair. It uh, officially opened then on May 27th, 2017, and it was an instant hit. Um, the queue wait time had one of the longest I've ever seen um, and still remains one of the highest. Uh, the ride's popularity caused long wait times, and some of the visitors waited over three hours to experience the attraction. And I am one of those visitors. I waited, I think it was three and a half hours. I had to pee so bad. I almost got out of line. My sister and I waited in line and we kept going. We were like, we were like, okay, I have to get out. I have to, no, 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 come on. We're almost there. Oh, I have to get out. Come on. It, the, it's an awesome queue. Don't get me wrong, but it goes on for so long. First you're outside, then you're going through the mountain, then you're inside the mountain, then you're in a cave, then you're in a forest, then you're in a deeper part of the forest, then you're in a laboratory. Then you're looking at a uh, Navi floating in the water. Then you're in a deeper part of the laboratory. Then you're in a deeper part of the laboratory. And then you're in the pre-show. And that's not an exaggeration. That's exactly how it goes. Love the ride, though. So, kind of just in conclusion about the, the ride itself. I mean, it's a it's a revolutionary attraction. It's set the, a new standard for theme park rides. Um, its success is a testament to Disney's commitment to innovation and storytelling, uh, as well as its uh, ability to partner with um, amazing filmmakers like James Cameron. Um, the ride's popularity shows no signs of slowing down either, and it'll obviously be one of the best attractions Disney's ever put out and will be that way for a really long time. Um, I wanted to close this episode with a couple of fun facts. So I'll, I'll kind of fly through these. There's a few of them here. Um, so, like I was saying earlier, earlier the ride vehicles uh, used for Flight of Passage were specifically designed for the attraction. Um, They're created by Disney Imagineering to mimic the feeling of riding on the back of a banshee. They're called link chairs. The 3D projection system used for the ride is the most advanced in the world and was developed specifically for the ride. Um, the ride's pre-show area features an animatronic of an avatar, which is the most complex animatronic ever created by Disney. It also features a hundred different movements and can breathe, blink, and even respond to guests. I did not know that part, so that's 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 crazy. The um, ride's queue area features interactive exhibits that allow the guests to learn more about the world of Pandora and the Navi culture. Uh, I think that's more in the uh, uh, laboratory area. Um, the attraction soundtrack was composed by James Horner. Uh, who also composed the music for the Avatar movie. Avatar has some of the best music. Uh, don't fight me on that. Um, Flight of Passage is the longest ride at Disney's Animal Kingdom with a ride time of approximately four and a half minutes, four and a half millions of excellence. Um, the screen is so large that it required a custom build projection system and is the largest high definition screen in the world. 
The ride's special effects include uh, the wind and water sprays. We talked about that earlier. Um, the ride's technology is so advanced that it required Disney to create a new patent for the technology used to simulate the sensation of flight. And finally, Flight of Passage is the most popular ride at Disney. Uh, oh, and we already talked about this. I'm just going over all my notes right now. I uh, I forgot to read through a couple of them, but it, it gets a long wait. I mean, what can I say? Um, Flight of Passage is and will be probably one of the best attractions Disney's put out for a while. So if you haven't been on it, what are you doing? You're uh, you're uh, cheating yourself out of a great time. So head on over to Disney's Animal Kingdom and get yourself on Flight of Passage. You will not regret it. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope that this was a fun, uh, informative episode for you. It's my first time doing the uh, the behind the ride so i've got a couple kinks to work out for my my own style of solo podcasting it's definitely a lot harder to just talk for 10 minutes straight um about something so um yeah we'll see you on the next episode uh phil's got the next one and then i'll have the next one after that so thanks for listening we'll see you on the next one